Welcome to the City Light Podcast. If you have any questions or want to learn more about us as a church, you can always check us out online at citylightchurch.com. Today, we're in the middle of our series called Parables. We all love a good story. Whether it's in a movie, a book, or just sitting around with your friends, stories have the potential to make an impact in our lives. All throughout Jesus's ministry, he understood this and used stories to communicate spiritual truths. In this series, we'll explore these parables and the truth behind them. Thank you for spending time with us today, and we hope you enjoy the message from the series, Parables. We're actually going to continue our series today on the, the topic of parables. We're continuing our series, and if you don't know what a parable is, a parable was a creative way that Jesus used to use in his teaching to communicate some really deep spiritual truths. And, and so Jesus would use these stories that were very, very memorable, and he would use them in a way that would teach deep theological truths. He would life-changing you know, principles, and Jesus would always share in these ways so they could really, really help people remember them and take them with them, but communicate what the kingdom of God is like and communicate what the Father is like. And so today, you know, we're going to talk about another very famous parable that's, that's out there that we, that we see Jesus talk about, and it's the parable of the wise and foolish builder. The wise and foolish builder. You know, one of the things I realized in life as well is that there are two types of people in the world. There are people that love to build things, and there are people that hate to build things. Like, like you, some of you out there that are watching right now, you love to build things. You love to get your hands on some stuff. You, you love to put some things together. And then there's others of you out there, you're like, uh-uh, that ain't me, Pastor. Like, I do not want to build anything. Like, personally, for me, I, I'm one of those people that I love to build things. Like, when I see on the box it says, some assembly required, it's like music to my ears. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. You know, I love putting things together. You know, I just enjoy that. I love, you know, getting involved and figuring out the problem, figuring out how to create something. You know, when my kids were little, especially my son, Christian, when he was little, uh, he would get like a Lego set or something for Christmas or his birthday. And I would watch him, you know, as a dad, just kind of watching him put this together. And then eventually may, he might get to a hard part and say, dad, can you help me with this? And I'm like, yes, finally, I'm invited in to build. I can do something. And I would get in there. And then 15 minutes later, I'd be like, okay, here's son, here's your whole Lego set completed. I'm done. I did it. He's like, dad, I wanted to do it. I'm like, sorry, I just couldn't help myself. Like, I love to build stuff. That's just something that I enjoy doing. And I, I know there's some of you out there, though, that, that you hate to build stuff. Like, like, you don't even go to Ikea because you know everything in there you have to assemble yourself. Like, like just thinking about Ikea gives you a twitch right now. You're like, you're just on your couch at home just... <laughs> Excuse me, Ikea, I can't, I can't do it. Like, like in the, when you get into that store and you see everything and you, you see the instructions that have no words at all, but they're just weird pictures of people pointing at stuff, you're like, no way, that's not for me. I, I would rather pay somebody to put this together than for me to do it myself. That might be you this morning as well. What I've learned, though, is that it doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter if you love building stuff or you hate building stuff, what I've learned about our life is that we're all building something, that, that we're all building something. Every single one of us, we're building something. We're, we're, with the words that we speak, with the choices that we make, 
with the decisions that we make, with the, the way we react to things. Like we're all building something. We're all building the life that we're living. We're, we're all building something. Doesn't matter if you hate to build or you love to build. We're all building this life that we're living. But, but here's the deal. You know, maybe the question isn't that we should be asking today is, you know, you know are you building? Because yet yeah, we're all building something. But maybe a question that we should really think about this morning is what are you building? Like, like what are you building? Like, like we, we're all building something, but what are you building? I think for all of us, we may have a different end goal in mind when it comes to building. Some of you, when you say, the life I'm building, the life I'm creating, the, the, what, what am I building? I, I wanna be a great parent, so I'm, I'm working towards that, I'm building that. I, I wanna be a great spouse, or maybe you're building a great career, and you're like, man, I wanna achieve some financial goals, and I wanna achieve some things in my life, and I wanna climb the corporate ladder, I wanna do some things, so I, I wanna have success, I wanna build something, Something that's that's successful and, and, and what I've realized too is that even though we all may have a different end goal in mind like we all may have a different goal at the end of what we're trying to build we all have a lot of similarities as well what I mean by that is we all want to build something that lasts we all want to build something that that has longevity we all want to build something that is going to be successful we, we all want to build something that that's going to fulfill us we all want to build something that we enjoy. Like, like nobody wakes up in the morning and says, man, I hope I fail today. Like that's, that's what I'm going for. Like I hope whatever I build comes crashing down. Like I hope it doesn't work. Like, like nobody says that. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, man, I really hope I'm doing something today that makes me miserable. That's what I want to do with my life. Like, like nobody says that. Nobody does that. We all have the same end goal, or our end goals may be different, but the same principle at the core of all of them are the same, and that is we want to build something that lasts. We want to build something that's successful. We want to build something that really stands the test of time. So, so here's what I was thinking about. Maybe the question isn't, you know, what are we building? Maybe that's not a question we should be thinking. I mean, that's a good thing to think about. But maybe the question that we should really be thinking about is simply this. What are we building on? Like, what are we building on? If you've never asked yourself that question before, it's a great question to begin to ask yourself. Because here's the deal. Uh, whatever you're building in your life, whatever it is, whatever the goals you have, whatever the dreams you have, whatever the aspirations that you want to be successful in, it's important to ask yourself, okay, well, well but what am I building on? What is the foundation that I'm building on? Because listen, it's the foundation that you're building on will be able to sustain the dreams and the desires that you truly want for your life. So the most important question I think that we can ask ourselves, especially in a season like we're experiencing together right now, is what am I building my life on? Like what am I really building my life on? Because I think if you, if you go out and you say, you know what, hey, I want to, buy a new home, you know, I'm look, looking to purchase a new home, you know, a lot of times when you're out there looking for a new home, you're, you're looking for the curb appeal. You know, what does it look like for, you know, is it, is it, how does it look? You know, how many, how, many, how many bedrooms and bathrooms does it have? What does the kitchen look like? You know, what does the backyard look like? Like, we're looking at all these exterior things, and, and what is it, how does it feel inside? Do I like it? Is it cozy? Like, when you're looking for a new house, but, but, but nobody ever says to the real estate agent, hey, come here. You come here for a second. 
tell me about the foundation. Like, like I want to know about the foundation of the house. Like, like nobody asks that question typically. N- nobody says, man, that house, did you see the foundation on that house? Like, wow, like that's what I'm talking about. That's what I want. Like, like we never say that. But all of those other things, the, the how many bedrooms and bathrooms, what it looks like from the curb appeal, the back, I mean, all this stuff is great, but none of it matters if the foundation is falling apart. And none of it matters if the foundation isn't any good. And so foundations really matter. If you wanna build a life that really has longevity, you gotta think about what is the foundation that I'm building my life on? I, I think foundations are important for a lot of reasons. Uh, number one, if you're taking notes today, foundations are, uh, they, they must be able to hold the weight that what you're building. So the foundation is so important. It has to hold the weight of what you're building. And, and what I've realized too in, in life, there's a lot of things out there that try to convince us that they can hold the weight of the life we're building. Like, like this is, build your life on this because this is what's gonna last. This is what's really gonna matter. Like, like there's so many faulty foundations out there. Uh, I, I think there are a lot of things that we can look at. Our career, for instance. You know, our career, we can say, man, I'm gonna build my life on my career. I'm gonna climb the corporate ladder. I'm gonna be successful in my job. And that's great, do that. But if we think that's the foundation that we need to build our life on, I think we're mistaken because when we experience things like that we're going through right now, people begin to lose jobs. Hours are cut. Businesses are closing. A lot of uncertainty right now. And when you get to a moment like this, you start to realize, well, I can't build my life on my career because it's so uncertain. There's so many ups and downs. So I can't do that. And other people may say, I'm going to build my life on financial security. Like, I want to I be financially secure. Like, that's what I'm going for. So I'm going to save and, and put in retirement, and I'm going to have a 401k and do all those things. Again, all good things. You should do that. But then we go through a time like we're experiencing now, and then we realize, wow, everything I've been saving has been going downhill. I'm seeing more red in my portfolio than green right now. I'm losing a lot. And and we start to realize, I can't build my life on financial security because it's so uncertain. And and there's a lot of other things that promise us security. They promise us a good foundation, but it can never uphold the weight of our life that we truly, truly want. Number two, though, what a foundation does is it it acts like an anchor. A foundation is an anchor for the home or for the building. You know, it's, it's interesting because what happens a lot in life, and you know this as much as I do, when you go through storms at times in your life where a storm will come and beat against that house, and, and if it's not anchored to a solid foundation, that house is going to fall, it's going to fail. A couple of months ago when my wife and I were sleeping, uh, it was like a, a, a huge storm came through in the middle of the night that literally woke my wife and I up. It was so loud. I couldn't believe it. It was like the wind was just rattling. Like it literally woke me up. I'm like, man, are we about to become Wizard of Oz part two, three, four? I mean, what is this? Like, is my house going to fly up into the air right now? Because this is, this, this is like a really bad windstorm. But eventually, you know, the storm passed and everything was fine. And I'm like, man, praise God, my, my house is on a great foundation that it didn't blow away with all the storm going through. See, a lot of times in life, we're going to get hit with storms. Right now, you may be in a storm. I think we're all in a storm together where all of a sudden there's a lot of uncertainty. 
There's a lot of things going on. Your jobs, maybe, like I said, getting cut. You know, you're working from home. Your kids are home. Like, there's so much uncertainty. You don't know what's going on. You don't know what tomorrow's going to hold. Like, we can be, begin to get gripped with fear and uncertainty. And it's like, what is going on? And at times like this, it's really important to ask yourself the question, well, what is my life anchored to? What is my life really anchored to in this moment? Because in, when your house is anchored to a firm foundation, it's, it's meant to withstand the storms of life. My life is anchored to something deeper uh, than anything else. It's a great question to begin to ask yourself. And so here's the deal. You know, I think it's important to ask yourself this question, what is my life built on? What is it all about? Am I freaking out right now? Am I scared to death? Am I so worried right now based on everything that I'm he hearing on the news? And, 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 or are you taking a different approach where you say, you know what, there's some uncertainty in life. I don't know what tomorrow will hold, but I've got this peace in the middle of my heart. Like, like I, I don't like what's going on on the outside. I don't like the virus. I don't like what's happening. But I can have peace in the middle of it because here's the deal. with This is the type of, of moments of life where we have to dig in even deeper to God. We have to go press in even harder to the Lord and say, you know what? I know that God is faithful. I know that God is with me. I know that he'll never leave me nor forsaken me. And listen, the, 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 God was faithful in the sunshine. He will be faithful in the darkest hour of my life. Like, like that is who God is. He's always good. He's always there. And we have to remind ourselves that even through difficult seasons like this, that we got to press into God even more. And then Jesus begins to unpack this spiritual truth of what does it look like to build your life on him, to build your life on him. Uh, he begins to unpack this spiritual truth with this parable, this story called the wise and foolish builder. And I think what he, what he wants us to get out of this whole thing is that it's important for us in this season, to dig a little bit deeper, to dig even deeper than you've ever dug before. And I'm gonna explain what I mean by that. In Matthew chapter seven, starting in verse 24, it says this, Jesus is talking and he says, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. So he tells a story about this one guy who said, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build my house, my life on a firm foundation, on this rock. But then he says the story about another guy who did something different. He says this in verse 26, he goes, and, and everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them, will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. Church, lean in on this one for me. Lean in this morning on this one. This is a very, very important principle that Jesus is trying to get us to understand. See, see, see both of these guys, they, they, they both built homes. They, they both chose a foundation. They both walked through the very same storm, but both had completely different results. One stands, one falls. One remains strong, one completely is in disaster. What is the difference between these two guys? Foundation. 
It's, it's the foundation it is the difference. I'm sure the houses look the same. They probably both had windows and doors and 2.5 bathrooms. But when, it, when push comes to shove, the house that was built on the firm foundation was able to stand all of the pressures from the outside and the other one could not stand. And Jesus said, listen, the man who, who chose to build his, his house, his life on the rock, he was a wise man. He, he was, had wisdom. And the guy who said, no, I'm gonna build it on the sand, Jesus says, that guy, that guy was foolish. He was actually foolish because he thought it was a firm foundation, but it actually wasn't. So when I heard this story a long time ago, and, and as I always heard it kind of growing up for me, I always thought that this parable was all about location. Like it was all about location of where this guy, these two guys were building their homes. It was all about location. Like, like you gotta put your foundation on a good location. Like that's a good sermon point right there. Like come on somebody, like foundation, location. Like, like that sounds good, but, but what if it wasn't about location? What if it was about something completely different? See, when, when, I, uh, when I was beginning to research this and get digging even a little bit deeper into this message, what I realized is that, number one, Jesus was, was teaching this around the Sea of Galilee up in Israel. I've actually been there about 10 years ago. My wife and I took a trip to Israel, and we actually saw the Sea of Galilee. We walked around it. And one of the things I noticed about that place is that there is this sandy, gravel, like weird sand everywhere. It's not sand, it's not gravel, it's like this weird mixture everywhere. And, and so the sand that Jesus was talking about wasn't like the sand that maybe you and I may be picturing right now. When I first read this, I thought sand like the beach in Florida or the sand dunes up north, you know, the sand that you kind of sink into, that you hear the story and you're like, yeah, this guy was an idiot for building his, his house on that sand. Like, that would never last. But in, but in the Sea of Galilee region, actually the sand, like I said, is a lot different. It actually is very sturdy when you look at it. You walk on it, your feet do not sink in. It's actually a completely different type of sand than we have over here. And so when Jesus was telling this to the audience, he was saying, hey, listen, there's, there, there, there's a sand that looks really firm. It, it, to, the, to the people listening, they would have said, yeah, it does. But they would have known that you couldn't build a house on that. You had to dig even deeper to where the, the rock was. And it's interesting, too, because historians have found that in about the 1800s, that it would, not be un, it would not be typical, or it would be typical for them to have to dig about 30 feet deep until they hit bedrock around the Galilee region. And so what Jesus was trying to say to the people is, hey, listen, you know, there, there's, there's some sand here that you could try to build your life on. And, and it looks sturdy. It really looks like it's going to hold you up. But if you really wanna be wise, if you really wanna build your life on something that's gonna last and have success and have longevity, then you gotta dig a little bit deeper. You gotta dig even a little bit deeper to where the bedrock is. And when you dig deep, if you're willing to dig deep, you're gonna be able to build your house, build your life San Francisco called the Millennium Tower. I think we have a picture of it. It's that shiny one over there. And it's so interesting. This building is about 58 stories tall. And it, when, when they first built this one back in 2008, 
it was, if you wanted to live in one of those apartments up there, it costs about a million dollars to live there. I mean, crazy amount of money. But what they found is that since 2008, this tower right here has actually sunk 17 inches into the ground. And it has started to lean about 14 inches since they built it. Now, now the reason for this is because the builders actually only went down 80 feet into the packed sand rather than going 200 feet into the bedrock. And so as you can see, as you click through these pictures, there's different, you can see the cracks that are happening in this beautiful, beautiful building. And there's cracks everywhere. I think we have one more picture where they're actually measuring the cracks and seeing like what's going on. And, and, and here's what I've realized too, is that, listen, you can build something amazing and beautiful, but if you're not willing to dig deep to the, the rock, the foundation that's really firm, it doesn't matter how beautiful it may look on the, on the outside, that it can still crack and it can crumble and it, begin, it, can, it can sink. And Jesus says, listen, that's not how I want you to live your life. You have to realize that I can't, I can't build my life, my dreams, my aspirations, everything I want uh, for my life. I can't, I can't build a skyscraper on a sandcastle foundation. I have to build it on something greater and deeper. I love it because in the Gospel of Luke, Luke tells this very same story uh, about, this, about this whole idea of these wise and foolish builder. And, but he tells, gives a little bit more detail into this because Luke was a doctor and he was into the details. So Luke chapter six, verse 47, it says this. For everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug deep. Come on, who, who, who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house, but could not shake it because it was well built. I love that verse, that he had to dig down deep. So how do we dig down deep in our life? How do we dig down deep? How do we build our life on something that's gonna last? How do we build our life on a firm foundation? Well, if you're taking notes today, I'd love for you to write this down at home. Number one, we have to know what Jesus said. If you want to build your life, you want to dig deep right now, you, you, you have to know what Jesus actually said. He says this in the very beginning. He says, for everyone who hears my word, who comes to me and hears my words. So Jesus is saying, listen, I want you to come to me, but I want you to hear what, what I'm saying. I want you to hear what, what I'm saying over your life, what I have to say about that situation. What I found, too, is that a lot of times Jesus, his words are the rock, but a lot of times my words are the sand. And I can have my own ideas. I can have my own thought process. I can have my own things and think, you know, I got this. And I realized that my thoughts, my words, man, they're, they're just sand. It's kind of interesting, like if you've ever tried to build something, maybe at home, maybe you tried to put together a kid's toy around Christmas, or maybe you've, you tried to put together a bookshelf or something at your house. Uh, if you've ever done this, you put it all together, and then at the end of the whole project, you know, you're like, I, you know, at first you're like, I don't need the instructions. I can do this. I can figure this out on my own. I don't need instructions. Like, this is simple. I can, I can build this toy. I, I get it. I can see it. 
But then at the end of the project, you have all these extra like nuts and bolts laying around and you're like looking at them and you're like, uh, they're just extra. We don't need those. They're just extra. I got it. It's all together. And then your kids, you know, riding their new bike at Christmas and the front wheel falls off going down the sidewalk. Like, like maybe those bolts were important. Maybe I needed those things. And, and what I found too in life is that a lot of times we can think we know best for us. We can think we know what we need. We know what we want. We don't need the instructions. We can just do it on our own abilities. And at the same time, yeah, I know what Jesus says. Yeah, I think I know. Like, yeah, be nice to people. Sure, okay, I got it. I'll I'll do that. But do we really know what Jesus says about the things that we're thinking, the things that we're going through, the the different topics that run through our brain? But here's the other thing. Sometimes it's not just our thoughts, but... We can get advice from people that will tell us what they think. Everybody loves to share what they think and what they think you should do in that situation, how you should handle this. And we can go on the internet and watch YouTube and bloggers and and all these different things. We can get opinions from all these other places. And a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times, we can get some really, really interesting opinions from people that never base their opinion on God's wisdom at all. And we can begin to live our life in such a way, not based on what Jesus says, but based on what popular opinion says, based on what our friend says, based on what that video blogger said. Or we can base our life on those things. And Jesus says, listen, all those other opinions, all those thoughts that are running through your head, those good ideas that you think you should do, it's all sand. It, it looks like a firm foundation. It looks like maybe this is what I should do. Maybe this is how I should build my life. But he's like, no, 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 it's all sand. He goes, I want you to come to me. I want you to hear what I have to say about you. I want you to come to me and hear what I have to say about that situation because my words are gonna lead to life. My words are building your life on the rock. But listen, you have to dig deep. You have to dig through the sand. You have to dig through the, the popular opinions at times. You have to dig through your own thoughts and your own fears and your own stuff. And you have to get down to the bedrock and say, okay, what did Jesus actually say? What did he actually say about me? What did he actually say about my life? What did he actually say? What does he actually say about the choices that I'm making right now? What does he actually have to say about all these different thoughts that I'm having right now? What does he have to say about the decisions that I'm doing right now? We have to get to a place if you want to dig deep and you want to build your life on a firm foundation. We have to dig deep and say, okay, what did Jesus actually, I got to tune out all these other competing voices and I got to know what did Jesus say? But then number two, if you're taking notes, you can write this down. How do we dig deep? We have to know what Jesus said, but also then we have to put it into practice. We have to put it into actual practice. Jesus, going back to that verse, he says, has for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and and, and puts them into practice, puts them literally into practice. He says, don't just hear what I'm saying. Don't just come to me and, and hear it but actually put them into practice. And so, listen, God's word is never gonna work if you, just because you heard a good sermon. Okay, you got, God's word is never gonna work in your life just because you got excited about a good sermon. Like, God's word is really not gonna work just because you posted something on Instagram with a waterfall and a sunset with your favorite verse, and you're like, woo, that's amazing. Like, do that, that's cool. 
but that, that God's word is not going to work if that's all you're doing. Like God's word is not going to work if, if you know all the scriptures, you're able to quote them all. And I encourage you, know God's word, quote it. Like that should be inside of us. But if all we're doing is just quoting it and not putting it into practice, we're never going to see the power that is behind what Jesus said. We got to put it in to practice, like you're never gonna, like we could talk about forgiveness all day long, but you're never gonna experience the power of forgiveness until you actually forgive that person who hurts you deeply. Like, like you, you, we're never gonna, we, we can talk about loving your neighbor as much as you love yourself, and that sounds really nice, but you're never gonna experience the power of loving your neighbor as much as you love yourself until you get out of your comfort zone and you actually help somebody in need and maybe there's a sacrifice on your end and you actually go to somebody and be a blessing in their life. Like, you're gonna miss the power of that if we, if we don't put it into practice. I think we can talk about peace all day long. God, I want your peace, I want your peace, I want your peace. But until we actually say, God, I'm giving you, I'm giving you this situation. I'm, I'm giving you control of my life. I'm giving you everything. I put it in your hand. Your word says don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will take care of itself. That I need to be focused on today. Until we actually come to a place where we give God our thoughts and our control and our emotions. You're never going to experience the power of peace if we keep holding on to it. So Jesus says, listen, I want you to come to me. I want you to hear my words. And I want you to put them into practice. And when you do that, that's a wise, that's a wise builder. That, that's somebody who's building their life on something that's a firm foundation. That's somebody who's actually gonna stand the test of time. That's somebody who when the storms of life blow against their home and against their life, they're gonna last, they're gonna have longevity, they're gonna have success, they can have peace in the middle of a storm because their life isn't built on the sand. Their life is built on the rock. Their life is built on something completely different. And I love it. Listen, I know that we're all going through it right now. The great thing is, is we're all in this together. And I know that there's a lot of uncertainty. I know it's hard to, to not freak out when you see numbers rising of positive cases in Michigan and things like that and staying in your homes. I mean, you can go stir crazy just being in your home. But it's easy to let the fears of this world overcome you, where it cripples you almost. I believe that we should do things like our authorities are telling us. We should walk in wisdom. We shouldn't be foolish and do stupid things out there, but we should listen to what our, our authorities are telling us. But when you're at home with your family and you're at home working, whatever you're doing, if you're letting fear creep in, if you're letting all these outside competing voices in and dictate to your life how you're living, and man, it's all sand. We think it's firm foundation, but it's not. We have to come back with, what did Jesus actually say? And I'm not just gonna talk about it, I'm gonna build my life upon his word. So listen, church, don't quit, don't give up, don't lose hope right now, but begin to ask yourself, what's my life built on? What is my life really built on? And I need to dig deep right now. If anything, the season that we're walking through is a time, a call from God, to dig deep, to build your life on something that's gonna last. He says when you do that, 
It says, when a flood came, last verse, a torrent struck. That house could not shake. They could not shake it because it was well built. I just believe with all my heart that I want to build something that lasts. I'm sure you do too. I want to build something that is never shaken in the midst of a storm. I'm sure you do too. We have to come to the place where we say, what am I building my life on? Am I shaking right now? Or can I anchor my life to something that holds me and, and, up, and upholds me and, and it surrounds me even in the most uncertain times? Guys, listen, that is what Jesus came to tell us and to preach to us and to get us to understand because that is how good he is. That in the midst of any storm, you can have real security and real foundation. Let's pray today. Father, we just thank you for today. We thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. God, I thank you for everybody that's watching at home today and as they're listening right now. God, I, I know there's a lot of uncertainty. I know there's a lot of things going on. But Lord, I pray that this would be a time where we ask ourselves, what am I building my life on? What, what am I really building my life on? Is my life built on something that's gonna last? Is it a firm foundation or did I, did I build my life on something that I actually, it's not gonna last? This is a great opportunity for us to reevaluate where our life is. Because I believe with all of my heart, today you can build your life on the rock. You can, you can dig deep today and say, okay, God, I'm building my life here. 